My name is Brian Lloyd. I am the movies editor of entertainment.ie. You are listening to the Revisit podcast. On this episode, Lord Mayor of Dublin, Hazel Chu, and her movie of choice, Top Gun. Are you ready to go into the danger zone? Top Gun is an absolute fantasy film. There is no other way to describe it. It is a movie born out of complete American fantasism. I think it's not at all surprising that the US Navy actually set up recruitment booths in cinemas after Top Gun was screened and that they actually experienced one of their biggest uh, recruitment bumps in peacetime because of Top Gun. I remember seeing Top Gun when I was... I think I was about six years old. That film really played a big role in my childhood. It was just the coolest thing ever. I mean, they flew around in fighter jets. They had nicknames like Wolfman, Slider, Iceman. Wow. A child growing up in pre-Celtic Tiger 90s Ireland. That would just blow your brains out. I think the reason why I was so sucked in by it, and it's not just me, my God, this film is a cult classic, but I think the reason why it was so captivating and so compelling for a lot of people is the fact that director Tony Scott, his background was in advertising. And in advertising, it's about hooking the audience, grabbing people's attention, making it the most exciting thing possible. And there's not a moment of doubt that what you're seeing is the best possible version of it. And I mean, you go back and watch this film, it's drenched in sunlight. The music just pops out of the screen, it's poppy hits, it's all really up-tempo, you know, Journey and Kenny Loggins and Berlin, and it's just, you know, it's a party, it's a party in the sky. Everyone looks gorgeous. Kelly McGuinness, stunning. Tom Cruise with the sunglasses, star-making role. Anthony Edwards, making mustaches look attractive. It is just so fantastical in every aspect of it that it is impossible not to be taken by it. And what I think is even more hilarious is that initially, John Carpenter was one of the directors that was signed up for it. And stand by, because I'm going to name drop. I interviewed John Carpenter a few years ago. I've been dining out on this story for years. I don't care. It's John Carpenter. He's a legend. Like, I asked him about it. And I said, what happened? Like, what were you going to do? And to his credit, and you can read the interview. It's up on site. John Carpenter is a man who has precious little time for bullshit. Really does not hold his punches when it comes to it. He basically was like... You know, that film is ridiculous. They're going to start World War Three at the end of it, like. And they just wrap it up in, oh, both governments are denying nothing happened. It was World War Three. He was very honest about it. Like He was just like, look, I was just not interested in doing it. I think it would be... I, we wouldn't be talking about it if John Carpenter had directed it. As brilliant as a director is, John Carpenter is, there's just no way that he could have done what Tony Scott did to it. 
Tony Scott's background in advertising really, really, really played a big part of it. But also as well was the fact that the US Navy made this film. Like, I mean, they gave them script approval. They gave them access to aircraft carriers. The assistance that the US Navy gave to Top Gun would make you think it was almost propaganda. And it could be argued that it was propaganda. I mean, I know there's been a lot of, like, scholarly articles written about how Top Gun was essentially Reagan-era propaganda and all about American exceptionalism and gung-ho militarism and stuff like that. And this was coming at a time when there was massive wealth inequality in the US and that spending on military budgets was vastly ballooning anything that was happening in regards to social programs. And this was, you have to remember, this was in the time of the AIDS pandemic and the crack pandemic and all that, what have you. I kind of put this to Lord Mayor Hazel Chu, who is the chairwoman of the uh, Green Party, which is a left-leaning party. And for her to pick, I mean, it's not an outwardly right-wing film, but it's kind of on the margins. I was really shocked with that choice. To be fair, I mean, I think she argued her case for enjoying it. I mean, I look, I'm a pretty left-leaning guy. I mean, I'm pretty much opposed to US militarism. And yet I love Top Gun. I love Top Gun. I think Top Gun's a great film. And you're probably saying, you're a hypocrite, Brian. And probably I am. But you can appreciate Top Gun for its incredible cinematography. You can appreciate it for the feckin' rockin' soundtrack. You can appreciate the script, which is just filled with one-liners. I mean, that's right, Iceman. I am dangerous. But if you're watching that film and you're thinking, God, isn't America great? Look at their big jets. And you're watching it without any kind of awareness, I guess? Then you kind of need to question it. You know, that kind of way. But I know it's in conflict with my political leanings, if you like. My own moral compass. Currently, the US Army is advertising through Twitch, the game streaming platform. You know, like the US military has its own video game franchise. I don't know if people know that or not. It's a free-to-play shooter. So while Top Gun is this outrageously entertaining film, it was also a marketing tool for the US Navy. So to talk about Top Gun, you kind of need to have that awareness, I guess. And we did talk about that with uh, Hazel Chu, and she was a great guest. And again, I give her a credit. It was a really out there. I was not expecting that choice at all, especially from the Lord Mayor of Dublin. Like, So our film of choice, Top Gun, our guest, Lord Mayor of Dublin, Hazel Chu. So obviously we're here in the mansion house um, with Mayor Hazel Chu. Now, Lord Mayor. Lord, Lord Mayor. Mayor oh, my just the- oh my God, yeah, sorry, Lord Mayor. <laughs> Actually, do I call you like Your Excellency or do I no, like... No, no, Lord Mayor is fine, but it's not just notions from my part. Like, it's mainly because there there are four Lord Mayors of Ireland and right. that's the title that's been retained sure. for the role. So, so even if I'm not Lord Mayor, I would be calling the position Lord Mayor because that's what it is. That's so, the office, okay. Yeah, that's the office. Lord Mayor of Dublin, why did you pick Top Gun? And the genuine, because like, no, but in all seriousness, like, because I think of you it's and like... It's a brilliant movie! It is, but like, I mean, you're a barrister, you're the Lord Mayor of Dublin, you're the chair, you're the chairperson of the Green Party, like, 
you have all these accomplishments and you go for pardon my language you go for fucking top going like what the it's shit it's like, a brilliant movie how dare you you take that back so no, you're no, like, you're in you're in the house at the moment we'll, we'll kick you out if you diss top gun uh, it's it's actually well it's it's one it's of my favorite movies it is. you 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 guys asked what my favorite movie was i could just lie and give you something artsy or something oh, yeah. that's uh, that it happens to be critically acclaimed or I can tell you what my favorite movie is which is Top Gun it happens to be my favorite movie because I when I was younger I wanted to be a fighter pilot and I just thought hey you know what there's a movie about just planes obviously as a kid I didn't get all the innuendos in the movies as well so to me it was just about planes and it was about kind of hey kind of uh, bond like friendship and camaraderie and people kind of having each other's backs so I like to still think that that's what that movie about no 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 totally like I mean no you're absolutely right because I literally exactly the same I saw Top Gun when I was like a child had no idea about any of like the homoeroticism or any of that kind of stuff it was just like big huge planes Kenny Loggins they're all wearing these really cool helmets Danger Zone is Danger like Zone amazing yeah. yeah exactly what a track like Take My Breath Away come on like. not sure about Take My Breath Away really? everyone kind of well Take My Breath Away was always a karaoke song of course that uh, my, my friends would sing along with Bonnie Tyler was another yeah uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart was another karaoke song that will always get belted out so I kind of and I worked in a restaurant that had karaoke so when you hear those tunes again and again and again you tend to go yeah no 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 it just it just wants it gone forever but (laughs) but Danger Zone however was was a brilliant tune so no it is it's it's an absolute classic um can you remember the first time you saw it I can't. I actually honestly can't. I think it was we just like my uncle was watching it and uh, we had, we had things called VHS tapes back then. So like, hey, hey, hang on. I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, I remember. V- don't don't do that. Okay. Well, I'm older Excuse than me, Lord you. Me. So, well, like, yeah, so. but not by much. Like, <laughs> but we so we, like he he rented it from the vo- video shop and like we watch it. It was like I I think it was him and his girlfriend was babysitting me and right. he, I just said oh can I stay up and watch this and they just said yeah sure why not and then I watched it and I was like oh, this is brilliant and then like I watched it again because it wasn't due back to the video store and then I watched it again because we were late bringing it back and then two weeks later when we were obviously being fined for keeping this video uh, I had watched it a good couple of times and then it was like in school anytime there was a like after you know when people finish at a party you're crashing at someone's house or someone goes oh put on something so I've always put on Top Gun and even like even recently while just randomly cleaning I put on Top Gun so, <laughs> so like between Top Gun and Lord of the Rings these are just kind of my, my top comfort, movies comfort movies my comfort movies that and oddly pretty woman as well so that would be another one completely and, yeah no, well, yes, no, yeah, obviously no, no. you you uh, <laughs> Your compl- favorite movie is no, Pretty Women as well. Uh, no, no, honestly, yeah, no. Like I have comfort movies. Top Gun is one of them. Another is Mission Impossible. <gasps> yes. And then my other one would probably be I don't know, like something weird, like Body Heat or something like that. Never mind. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, I know, but it's weird. I don't know. I like the jazz. I like the jazz. But anyways, um, <laughs> Top Gun. So, what would be? 
in your I, I have know. to say Die Hard made it to the list but not the first one despite what everyone might think it was the third one Die Hard with a Vengeance yes I'm a big Samuel L. Jackson fan and also him and Bruce Willis were that just chemistry. fantastic yes. that chemistry is so fantastic so I have to say that was another one that made the list I'm surprised you didn't go for like Die Hard 2 because like I think feel like that's kind of like all kind of compact and it's in like just the airport kind oh, of thing no I, I like I'm not a big fan of airports for one yeah. so and I just think I, I guess Die Hard 1 was good and then 2 was like I guess it was the whole Christmas team again yeah. just like even though it was slightly different it was still that kind of team made me think we're just being lazy here now and yeah. then by the third one it was different so like yeah. that and I have a great love of New York so it was that kind of location a, yes. and, and people so. yeah it's a real good like city like it's a real like Die Hard with a Vengeance is a real city movie I think like, yeah. you know when you think of something like that or like you know, taking a Pelham one, two, three, or if you take up something like, you know, any of those kind of like eighties, nineties New York movies, I think are really it, good. That and like even by the time I watched the third Die Hard, I hadn't been to New York yet. But yeah. then I did my J one in New York, and then I ended up working uh, ten years later in New York for a year. And every time then I saw. Uh, Die Hard with Vengeance I would go hey I know where that is oh look look I've been there before and look I stood at that spot where the train went through so, so it's like yeah it was like kind of being a good tourist but. oh yeah it's like Wall Street I think wasn't it where that happened yes yeah, that's so Wall Street. where the reserve was so yeah that's right and then it was the, the gold bars um, back to Top Gun though yeah. um, what would do you think would be your favourite scene from Top Gun the favorite scene from Top Gun was the start where he gave uh, the make the finger. So nice. uh, and also when he was wigging out and trying not to uh, and and kind of not being a good wingman at the end, but then he came in and saved yeah. the day. I think those are really good parts. Can you? I mean, I don't know how it is for you, but for my fiance, every time she sees a film that's been parodied, she can't watch the original film. So like, I'm thinking of like Hot Shots. And yes. then you go watch this and you can't, can you like still take it seriously? Not even take I it seriously. I hate Hot Shots because of that. I know, I know it's terrible, but Hot Shots is trying to ruin Top Gun for me. <laughs> and this is, this is to yeah. your point. I, not that I couldn't watch Top Gun afterwards seriously, but I just started going, yeah, you know what? It's like, taking the piss. Uh, yeah, Hot Shots is just being, being a douche here. So no, I, <laughs> I, I just, I can't. And something about Charlie Sheen, I never liked him. Yeah. Like, I just, and some people love Charlie Sheen but I just couldn't and he's been in some really good yeah. things so he's kind of like there's a is it like a smugness about him or something yeah that and like you kind of think how could President Bartlett have you as a kid so yes. it's like hmm but no I just no I, I, I don't know why it's like now Emilio Estevez is absolutely fine he's brilliant so he's yeah. brilliant especially Mighty Ducks it's, it's brilliant as Come well on, so. Coach Bombay like, what a, what a, like they, they want to talk about leadership in like it feels so old but like it's what like we're not that old like. that's what you would claim Brian so <laughs> when people say I'm not that old it's generally a sign that you're very old no so. I'm look, like, speak for yourself here right? Like you've only got a couple of years on me I'm feel I'm very youth here okay mm -hmm. right um, let's go back to Top Gun for a minute um, we have to kind of talk about the homoeroticism just because but no but like it is such a thing in Top Gun like it's, it's you can't watch it now and not be like this is kind of gay I'm not sure that's what Jerry Bruckheimer wanted for, for his uh, for his movie but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I, I, I well 
the question is, is there anything wrong with that? No, like, no, God, you, no. Like, yeah. I, I know we kind of go, well, this is, well, this, there, are, there are those undertones, but is there anything wrong? I don't think we should, should look at it as a, oh, this is kind of gay. It's more, this is a great movie. Yeah. And you know what? Like, yeah. So and like, it is, there is that kind of theory as well, that like anything that is so masculine, is just by its very nature homoerotic as well. Like there is that kind of thing. And like to be honest, like I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just like everything in the eighties kind of looked that. <laughs> no, but really, like you go back and look at like Wham videos, like, and they're all like, it's all very camp. Like, it's, like but that was, camp is not bad. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. is the thing we once like. I know people kind of talk about kind of, and there are there are plenty who kind of go, oh, camp is bad, or uh, asserting this uh, kind of having having that streak is but it's not I think it's brilliant I think it, it was always a great trend and I think it's something that kind of built like fashion was yeah. built on the era of camp and I think you look at it and you go absolutely why not so like and yeah I I, I don't see anything wrong with no, it so. God, no no me neither I, mean, I actually like, think it's brilliant so. it's, but it is that thing like I mean because there's a certain the th- like the thing that I love about Top Gun is the fact that like it's so earnest like it's really earnest like there's no kind of like cynicism in it there's no sort of like sarcasm or anything to it it's just like it's up there with the best of the best and it's just real kind of yeah, like and I know it seems macho and you kind of go oh is that the kind of hidden thing but no they're just everyone's quite comfortable yeah. with themselves that's a good thing as well and I think people go oh that's that's kind of smug or arrogance or they're hiding something or they're in the closet but no I think there is also the fact that the, the, it was made quite open I think made people think well you know it's, it's, it's good it's fine yeah. so yeah. Do you find, and again, this is such a such a stretch. You as a <laughs> I like how you disclaim if I such a stretch and then go, hey, I'm gonna ask you this question. Go on. No, I'll go for it. But like, as a politician, as the Lord Mayor of Dublin, as the chair, the chairwoman of the Green Party, do you find the core tenets of Top Gun apply to your political career and your political <laughs> aspirations? <laughs> Do you just like, do you get too close? You need to switch the gun sometimes. You know what I mean? No. Do you go below the hard deck sometimes when you're like facing off against, wow. you know? You, you really put kind of politics there on a way too high a bar. Like, it's kind of like, hey, you just compared Top Gun to politicians. It's just, I, t- I told um, you it was a stretch. Like, I, 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 did, I, did preface my, I did preface my question by saying this was a stretch. I, I did a series, I, I was curating the at Ireland handle on Twitter once and I did do a series called uh, which and the Muppets I love the Muppets as a show so I did the whole what Muppets were which politician I think that's more kind of closer than what how would politics work with with Top Gun because I just can't make that connection (laughs) so like I would love to think that like the Greens were this kind of like kind of hard ass fighter pilot (laughs) kind of party but no they're not we're very climate friendly yeah, you see yeah. the, the flying wouldn't do well yeah. in that party uh, but also it, like the Lord Mayor's office I, I I, yeah as aspirational as I want it to be I don't think we are going to say you're going to go fly below the hard deck now saying that there <laughs> Yes, I totally got you to say it. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Are we going to say be extra cheesy and go, well, you can make the connection that 
uh, having someone different of color may be somewhat of a maverick move or kind nice. of but nice. I don't necessarily that would sound arrogant coming from me but others may say so but I, I think yeah I, 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 I get the feeling that you can't really compare <laughs> no, you it can't. to Hong you couldn't Kong. at all I'm sorry you couldn't <laughs> so, it's like, I tried I, my best here no, I did, no fair play like I told you it was a stretch like <laughs> I, I totally prepped I said this was a stretch I did try really hard so <laughs> sorry Top Gun fans maybe Top Gun 2 when it comes out so. yes Top Gun Maverick yeah no totally um, I, I am looking forward to it I don't know but how it's like I don't think it'll be as good I think yeah. all sequels are just disappointing uh, at, uh, at heart I, I don't know well actually Lord of the Rings uh, wasn't bad but that I was think. like that was built in as a trilogy yes like. so that's fine but then you look at Star Wars it's it's not exactly the most even built in as a trilogy it wasn't mm. amazing so uh, I will still always go back to the first and, and you wouldn't and go for Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi no, no. you yeah. go straight for the yeah. first one wow that's kind of rare I think the first one sets a story I think it's really important when you have like this is why kind of the, the first movie is always always to me anyway others might disagree the best because it actually sets out a story yeah. it sets out like no matter how your your Empire Strikes Back and Return of Jedi becomes then the unvoting, uh, unvoting saga and great war and kind of great battles it it's the first kind of setting out of characters and setting out your stall and mm. kind of telling your story that I think is really important when it comes to any storytelling <clears throat> and any movies so uh, this is why a lot of people thought Fellowship was really boring but I thought it was amazing Think so, so it was just it's, like yeah, no, yeah. Fellowship is beautiful. Like I think Fellowship is one of those films that like really. It takes the time to set the set the mood yeah. and set the pace, like you know. That but sort loads of, of people, loads of my friends will uh, tell me, "Oh no, 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 no! Return of the King or Two Towers were the best days of Return of the King, especially the epic battle and like or Two Towers when when you're like uh, fighting at Helm's Deep." But yeah. it's it's not that. It's like I love my battle scenes. Like I'm yeah. a girl who 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 love fighter pilots for for <laughs> Christ's sake. But like it's more that I also love that first movies tell the story so fellowship yeah. tells that bond of like friendship tells the bond of well how are we going to draw out the path of these characters how are we going to tell the story and i think that's really important so yeah. so and i think top gun did that really well as well about telling kind of the story of maverick i just don't know how top gun 2 when you're telling yeah. the story of goose's son and oh it's just is it going to be too much of a repeat is it going to be a terrible independence day 2 yeah something hey, like that I so, oh my I, god what's what? wrong with you so like the first one was amazing the second one was just like oh look so, it's the same again yeah yeah we have to make more money because the Chinese market is now up for the taking so. yeah totally no yeah. yeah like the whole thing where they said it in China was like clearly weird did they have um, Angela Baby I think and she had one line in it or two so so it's like yeah no no that just, kind of tokenism like it's just ridiculous yeah, like it's just so purely just for the, this is why you can't just have sequels for yeah. sequels sake so I don't know have you ever watched Scream they had course, a whole yeah, yeah. so, so <laughs> there was a Oh, assessment on how sequels aren't always up to scratch yeah. so and this is that conversation of I don't think we should have sequels for sequels sake so. but I mean you're still totally going to go see Top Gun 2 when it comes <laughs> yeah, out yeah of course yeah, yeah this so. is it like we're all having this come like oh I don't know about Top but like you're going to fucking go <laughs> like, like. <laughs> well actually I don't imagine cinemas being open anytime soon yeah. just to be honest with you with, with how things are going so yeah. 
Where was your local cinema? We're at Livy Valley. So really? I was in Selbridge, so it would have been Livy Valley. Uh, and when we were in Tala, when I was in Furhouse, Square hadn't been open yet. There was a few times I went to UCI in uh, Tala, but mostly like few in Livy Valley, although I don't think it was called few then. So Yeah, no, it was called... Um Oh my god! Well, no, it was, it's been called you for years oh, now. Maybe like, it was from Plain, like so. Yeah, so so it would be the Valley, and then uh, then I lived in town for a while, so it would always be Cine World, and then IFI as well uh, for certain for like films that weren't yeah. shown uh, anywhere else. And now it would be uh, Rock Mines. It would be Swan. In Rock you Mines. go to the Swan, yeah. I like to think that we will be opening back at up Cinemas, but I just yeah, I don't I, know. Why things are at the minute? I mean, I I saw. Oh, like the the briefings, like it's it's not good. It's like. not good for anyone. So yeah. it's 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 been quite shit across the board all yeah. right. And I think at this stage, all we can do is try to hold it together, stay strong, and make sure everyone can can see through this. And we don't know when that is. That's yeah. the thing. Like I spoke to my dad recently, and uh, they are going through a second wave now of COVID in Hong Kong. And for him, if they went through it uh, with SARS yeah. quite badly. Uh, I know we didn't get affected, but with SARS quite badly for them. And they said that it took, they did see light at the end of the tunnel, but it was like two years, two, three years. So all in two, three years of things going back to a new normal. Mm. And that's the thing I think people need to remember that as much, as quick as we'd like to hope things will be reopened and, mm. and back to normal, it won't yet and it will be a new normal when it happens so yeah. anyway sorry to ruin <laughs> no, the, the cheery interview with no, like no, hey no, how can I connect that with Top Gun though <laughs> well like sometimes you get knocked down you just gotta get back <laughs> up again you know what I mean sometimes you know sometimes you go below the hard deck you gotta just you gotta just take your punishment from Jester and Viper and you just gotta get on with it there yeah and but with, with, with like a top gun everyone should also have a wingman so right. i would say everyone out there find support find yourself a wingman so. and wear a mask because they wear the mask uh, as well uh, <laughs> see we're getting, it. we're getting it we're totally Did, i didn't it. realize it only took me a few times to realize that uh tim robbins was in that movie actually yes. i know tim fucking robbins is I in know. that film that's ridiculous but where is tim robbins now is the next question he is a divorce from susan sarandon oh which was really sad yeah they were around for years susan yeah. sarandon and tim robbins were a good couple yeah and she was so like, was nicole kidman and tom cruise in fairness at the time so. yeah but like i mean you see do you ever see those pictures of nicole kidman walking out of her lawyer's office no. after she does it i'll show it to you after this oh. there's a picture of there's like a picture of like nicole kidman walking out of her lawyer's office after divorce and tom cruise oh. and she's just like this she's like, yes! <laughs> but there was a great picture of them like at Oscars 95 or something and they look like the oh, yeah, perfect they look couple. couple yeah, yeah of so so and you just yeah you don't have that anymore see yeah. so Top Gun ruined it for them too yeah so. there we go okay I think we'll leave it there because I think we're running out of time so um, yeah thanks so much no worries thank you So there you have it. That was my uh, interview with Hazel Chu and she picked Top Gun. Definitely a weird choice. Definitely didn't expect her to do it, but I think as you heard, she definitely loves it. I have a few people to thank before I finish up. I want to thank Owen Renane, who helped me record that podcast. Uh, We recorded that a few months ago in the Mansion House and uh, we did it with uh, social distancing guidelines. It wasn't exactly the easiest way to record, but 
definitely appreciate Owen uh, helping me out with the recording obviously I want to thank Lord Mayor Hazel Chu and everybody at the uh, Mansion House in Dublin for their time for putting us up for helping us organise it under difficult circumstances uh, I need to thank Charlotte Reed and Fiona Flynn for production uh, for helping us edit this episode and finally thank you for listening if you enjoyed the episode please consider liking and subscribing or even just leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or even just telling a friend we really do appreciate it thanks for listening